Lots of homeowners question the need to stage their home, while others know it is totally worth it. I also get asked, well, do you stage your own home when you sell it? And my answer is a definitely yes. But there are a few things that I do not do when staging my house. And there are a few things that I do when staging my house to sell quickly. So let's get into the episode so that you can learn those five things. Hi, it's Kasha McDaniel, and I am a home stager decorator, and you're listening to the Creative Home Podcast, where I talk about staging and decorating and all things associated with your home. So take a listen. Welcome back to another Creative Home Podcast. I am your host, Kasha McDaniel, and today we are talking about what five things I do not do when staging a home, and then I'll give you the five things that I do. Now, as a homeowner, you know there are a few things that you just live with, like a broken door or a chipped tile. We kind of put blinders on to the things around the house because we've lived in it for so long. And when it came time to sell my house in Virginia, I was a new stager then, and I realized that I had to take the same advice that I gave my own clients. Sometimes you don't want to hear it, but you gotta swallow the news just like everyone else. I too have stacks of paperwork on my desk, the dishes in the sink, the scattered toys in the playroom. I am not different than you. Some stagers actually hire another stager to come into their home to give them a quote-unquote reality check because, again, you've lived in your home and can't have an objective eye to the stuff in your home. Or it can be hard to be objective. So let me share some of the advice that you probably have seen around the internet that is really not necessary. This is also advice that I do not give my own clients or do myself when staging a home. So number one, I do not set the dining table. Yeah, it's probably a shocker to some of you. This is one of those things that you see on TV. But TV and reality are two very different things. Even though you've seen reality TV, you know it's all scripted, right? No one I know lives with a set dining room table. I have to yell at my kids to set the table each night for dinner anyway, because our table gets used for homework, projects, paperwork, you name it. So to have it set for an open house or for pictures, it's just not realistic. It also looks like you are trying too hard. Plus, if you have nice china and silverware, you don't know if kids will be around who could accidentally knock off the china or use the silverware for their version of sword fighting because they are bored and looking at yet another house, okay? Instead, you can just have a nice centerpiece on the dining table like candles or flowers, all right? Number two, do not do major renovations. Once you start with one room, then the rest of the house may not look as good and it turns into a domino effect. If you are worried that your house is not updated enough, there are probably some simple little things you can do, like paint the cabinet doors or replace handles or replace those boob lights on the ceiling. But those are minor compared to a whole new kitchen at 60, 70, 80,000 dollars, right? 
We were thinking of remodeling our master bathroom, but got quotes for $60,000. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I am not spending that much money. I'm not going to get it all back. So what we did instead, we just replaced the counters, the sinks, the faucets, and we scrubbed the tile for about $2,000, a whole lot less than $60,000 for a whole brand new bathroom that, you know what? that the new owners will probably make them their own their own way and remodel themselves. Let them spend the money on that, okay? Number three, I do not store boxes in my rooms, bedrooms, living room, anywhere. Yes, I know you are moving, and you probably have started packing up. And if you haven't seen it yet, check out my free download, 30 Easy Tips to Get Your House Ready to Sell. In it, I share tips that will get you started on staging your home which will require some packing. If you have to declutter and pack up things to help stage it, do it before the photographer shows up and then store the boxes in an attic or neatly in the garage. Even then, I try not to have anything in the garage as far as boxes. I personally store, uh, get a rental unit and storage and put the boxes in there and any excess stuff I throw in there. Um, so do not leave the boxes lined up in a room. It just makes it look cluttered even more. Boxes take up a lot of space, and 90% of buyers cannot imagine the space without them. So remove them to show how big the room really is so that buyers can see the whole room and see how big it is. Number four, I do not put a tray on my bed. You know, one of those breakfast trays with the cups of, you know, tea or coffee or whatever. It's just not realistic. Or the book. Yeah, just not realistic. Just like setting the table, this is over the top and not necessary. Normal people don't live like this with a breakfast tray in their bed. And as a mom, I don't want the crumbs associated with it that fall into my bed, even if I did use it. So stop putting silly things like trays on the bed. It doesn't add to the ambiance. It doesn't make it feel homey. What does work? A bed with neutral bed sheets and a clutter-free room. Think of a nice hotel room that you just want to jump into the bed. Okay, that's the idea we're trying to get at. And number five, I do not bake cookies. One of my favorite movies is Leap Year with Amy Adams, and she plays a home stager in the movie. In one part, she tells the realtor to bake some cookies before the clients show up and she'll have, or he'll have three offers by noon. You can certainly have cookies or munchies at the open house or showing, but there really is no need to bake anything to make it quote-unquote smell like home. There actually shouldn't be any smell in the home, all right? Cookies, perfumes, dogs, cat, anything. There really should be a neutral smell. There should be no smell at all, okay? And if you haven't heard me talk about that before, yeah, all those perfumes people can be allergic to, and just cause a reaction and stuff like that. So really, there should not be any smell. So now, what are the five things that I do to stage my home? The same things that I tell you in my free download, 30 Easy Tips, which I'll put the link in my show notes. So first, I declutter. And this is a big one, and I go room by room. I pull it all out, okay? Then number two, I pack it up or donate it because I don't want to take it with me, okay? Number three, I may rearrange my furniture in the rooms now that the clutter is gone because then you may realize, oh, well, I have now an open gap here because I used to have a, a treadmill in my living room that doesn't belong in the living room. And now you have a gap. 
Maybe you don't need to fill it with anything, but sometimes I may rearrange the furniture. So that's the number three thing. Then number four, I look at the colors in the room and work with accessories that I have on hand to stage the home. Now, sometimes I may pull accessories from a different room to put in use in the living room or the bedroom or something like that. I kind of take a look and see what I have to work with. And then finally, I look at the wall colors to see if they are neutral enough to help sell my house. And I've talked about other colors before in previous episodes. So if you need some help with that, that may be something you need to take a look at. Okay, so this is something you need help with. Maybe you're not quite sure maybe the wall color should be there. Maybe you're not quite sure how to rearrange the furniture. Then check out my one-on-one staging consultation. It's basically a whole house consultation. I tailor the staging advice specifically to your home so that we prioritize the work based on what we have to work with, your budget, and timeline. We go through each room and discuss everything that I mentioned above on the things that I do when staging a home. Now, I know each home is different, and some rooms may need more help than others, but I would love to help you get it all straightened out and picture perfect for the photographer. So, I hope you learned what five things I do not do when staging a home that you don't have to do either, and then five things that I do so that buyers will fall in love and make offers on your home. I hope you guys have a great rest of the week, and I will talk to you later. Ready to get started with staging your home? Check out the different services I offer to stay within your budget. Go to bluediamondstaginganddesign.com and click on the services slash products tab at the top.